it's about getting into schools and talking to young people because you know I, I know that people can change uh, and, it, and it's about talking to people and getting them to understand and perhaps step back from violence and, and prejudice and whatever and we just need to work together and keep on the good fight there absolutely Hey there guys, we are ecstatically happy to announce that we are associated with the Sophie Lancaster Foundation. The times are changing and with the unfortunate death of Sophie, those changes have made a massive impact for the future. If Sophie was with us still today, I can guarantee what you are doing will still be reaching so many lives of young teenagers, young adults and those who wish to be as different as possible so thank you very much to find out more about this incredible foundation and all the work they do and more importantly how you can help head on over to www.sophielancasterfoundation.com hey jamie do you like being cozy i do and do you like staying cozy I like that even more. Then just head on over to www.staycozyclothing.com where you can find hoodies, tees, sweaters, and much, much more. And just enter The Chronicles as one word at checkout to receive 10% off your order. And make sure you follow them on the Instagram at staycozyclothing to keep up to date with all the new designs. Remember, guys, that's The Chronicles as one word at checkout to receive 10% off your order. And now back to this week's episode. Hey guys, it's WWE superstar legend, Davy Boy Smith's daughter, Georgia Smith here. And you're listening to the Chronicles of Podcast with Tom and Jamie. Discover uranium with my ass, boys. Welcome to hashtag WBW Way Back Wednesday. And these are the chronicles of Georgia Smith. Why Georgia this week, Jamie? Why Georgia this week? Yes, well, that's I'm... the question I'm asking. Why? Yes, I'll repeat your question. On Friday, we've got the ambassador of British wrestling, Doug Williams. So do you know what is a perfect throwback for this week? It's the daughter of WWE Hall of Famer, Davy Boy Smith, the British Bulldog. It's British Wrestling Week here in old TCO pod. We do love a bit of the old wrest, especially when it's British. Damn right. Best of British boys. (laughs) But of course, Georgia is a wonderful human, keeping her dad's name alive, fighting for years to get the man rightfully where he deserves to be in the WWE Hall of Fame. And of course, due to COVID, this interview actually was meant to take place after the 2020 Hall of Fame, but of course it got delayed by a year. So we ended up talking to Georgia before he was inducted to the WWE Hall of Fame. And what an interview this is. The way how she keeps her dad's legacy alive, keeps his name alive, how she runs all the pages. Everything she does is just, I bow down because what a way to honor your father. 
absolutely incredible. It's awe-inspiring. And obviously, as Tom said, this was before the Hall of Fame. The Hall of Fame took place. Her and her mom and her brother did an amazing job inducting Dave into the Hall of Fame. They even brought the Bulldog out, Matilda, which, if memory serves, was like the granddaughter of the original Bulldog, Matilda, yes. which is absolutely incredible. But it didn't end there. At the minute, she's petitioning to get him his own blue plaque. No, let's say, like, this person is from this town in oh, yeah. his hometown of Goldburn here in, here in the UK. And she's also trying to get him a start on the Wigan Walk of Fame as well. So just keeping that legacy alive for such an incredible man who fl- literally flew that flag for British wrestling for years. Just he paved oh, the way. Absolutely did pave Absolutely the way. paved the way for British wrestling, for British wrestlers as well, to make it over in the States. Um, and yeah, it was just obviously part of one of the biggest wrestling families in the world as well, in the Hart family. So um, this was just a, a genuine pleasure and honour to interview such a wonderful lady. She is uh, just a very humble, wonderful human. And we had the absolute pleasure of sitting down with her. Absolutely. So, do you know what? I don't think we can really say anymore, can we, Jamie, to be honest? Not at all. Just, you know, this, I absolutely love this. Georgia is so lovely. Like, at the beginning of this episode, you'll hear our usual voiceover speech. We didn't get that done at the time of recording. You know, we emailed George and were like, would you mind like, just sending us a thing? She's like, set up a meeting. I'll come on. We'll have a chat. This is recorded. It's like, that's how lovely this woman is. Just yes. love it. Absolutely love it. So, without further ado, Jamie. Yes, sir. Any final words? Just thank you very much, Georgia. We loved this so much. Georgia, thank you so much for taking the time to chat to us again. We hope to speak to you again soon. Ladies and gentlemen, these are the Chronicles of Georgia Smith. <laughs> Wrapping the brand of the hoodie, I love it. Oh, thank you. Well, yes. Of course. <laughs> Here in Florida for once, so. Really? Yeah, it's about, oh, <laughs> to me it's cold. It's like 50 degrees uh, uh, Fahrenheit. Which... Yeah, I don't know what that is. <laughs> no, I don't <laughs> That's probably like, I don't know, like 15 degrees, sit 14 degrees maybe there. We had snow today, so. Yeah, sorry. Don't get here. <laughs> it's all right for some. How are you anyway? I'm good. I'm good. I've just been doing back to back to back to back to back stuff. So I'm good. I'm good though. I'm ready. How about good. you guys? We're good. We're good. It's been a busy day. So. Good. Pre- busy as this time appreciate having you here you're thank you you're very welcome you guys are going to be like one of the last podcasts i do in a while so i'm glad glad fucking result (laughs) 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 wonderful how we normally do this is i do a little intro and then we Mm -hmm. just throw a bunch of questions at you okay it's not a complicated procedure (laughs) wonderful let's get this under our Ladies and gents, in the world of wrestling, there are many famous families, the Von Eriks, the Guerreros, the Anoi family, for example. But to me, there's only one royal family of wrestling, and that is the Hart family. So by that logic, on today's show, we have a member of royalty with us. Not only is she a Hart, but her father is the figurehead of British wrestling, as far as I'm concerned. A man who I personally embarrassed myself in front of when I was about seven years old. And that is the British Bulldog, Davy Boy Smith. Here to talk all about her father's legacy is the one and only Georgia Smith. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me. 
not a problem. Thank you so much for doing this. Happy New Year. A happy New Year to you. And to you Thank as well. Thank you. Thank you. Georgia, how was, was now your 2020? How was 2020? <laughs> yeah, as in how was the year? <laughs> uh, not good. Not, not that great. Um, I mean, hey, I'm alive. I'm healthy. I'm safe. But uh, it was, I just tried to make the most of it. But I think uh, in general, it was probably the best year for my dad <laughs> with him and all of the things that have been going on with him. It's been really good. But me? Uh, no, it's been uh, very, uh, just a lot of disappointments, but it's all right. It's all right. How I'm about so, you guys? I'm so sorry to hear that. What What exactly, can we delve into that or? Well, you know, just, just some personal things. And, you know, I was just really looking forward to the Hall of Fame for my dad and yeah. WrestleMania. That was just a big, you know, um, so that, that wasn't fun and just, just, it's just the whole world in general. It just wasn't good, but I tried to make the most out of it. I tried to turn a negative into a positive and started my dad's, um, site and started a new store for him and just really just was just getting his brand out there and it's, it's really taken off. So I'm glad that my dad's getting the credit and recognition that he deserves and new fans are seeing him. Absolutely. Absolutely. Did you, uh, whilst obviously locked away or whatever with, with everything you were doing, did you learn any languages or teach yourself to bake or <laughs> while locked away? That's a very good question. I didn't really do that. I've become like more business savvy, weirdly, but my brother, he actually learned Japanese. He learned how to make sushi. Um, my brother also got his personal training certificate whilst this was all going on. So he's, he really took this and ran with it. Like he really took advantage of the time that he had at home because he couldn't go out. He couldn't wrestle. He couldn't make money. So <laughs> he, he d developed these new skills, but, uh, yeah, me, I was just trapped away just on my phone, on my laptop, just trying to get things done. Well, wow. Fair play to him. Cause obviously Harry spent a bit of quite a bit of time in Japan, hasn't he? So he was pretty, pretty sad about that. And I don't think Japan is allowing any foreigners to come in like at all right now with everything going on. So I think, I think he, he, you know, he had hopes of going back. Like, cause as you said, he wrestled there for so long and he loves it there, but you know, he's, you know, it is what it is. Hopefully he can get out of there once all this stuff yeah. is gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I mean now he's out of his his contract and he is officially a free agent so we'll just have to see where he goes. I honestly I don't know what's what he's going to do but we'll just have to see. So where where did we begin with with your story? So can you point can you remember what point you realized just how big of a deal your family was in the world of wrestling? Cuz I imagine being a young kid it's just sort of that oh it's what dad and uncle Brett do, you know. It's, yeah, always like they were just, you know, it was always my dad, always my just my family. So I never really, you know, they weren't like a big, big deal to me as they would be to a fan. But um, yeah, with my dad, when I knew he was a big thing, I think, you know, I always I always saw him on TV, but that was just, you know, the the norm for me. And as you guys will see coming up, or as I've mentioned in stories, I always used to refer to my dad as Davey because, you know, I grew up with him on TV and my dad was more on TV than he was at home. And when he'd be at home, my mom would refer to him as Davey. So that's, that's, I'm always calling him Davey. And people are always like, why don't you, why don't you call him dad? But he's Davey to me. 
And I remember, I think it was, we were at Disney World and all the people, like the guy that would be dressed up as Mickey and like they all lined up and wanted my dad's autograph. And I think that's when I was like, oh, Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck want, want Davy's autograph. Okay, I think he's a big deal. And cool, you know, uh, it was like bring your parent to work day, school day, and like the kids would all just swarm to my dad and like, give me, give me autograph, autograph, the picture, picture. And, you know, my dad would come and pick us up, uh, like their kids would, you know, gather and be like, oh my God, that's your dad. So I kind of, you know, from then it was like, oh yeah, my dad, that's my dad, that's my dad. But it was also hard too, because at school, you know, kids would make comments that wrestling was fake or what you, your dad does is fake and some things like that, that, that bothered me. But overall, um, I had a really fun childhood and it was a really fun experience and I got to travel and, um, you know, I, I, I had a really good, good childhood. So because of my family. <laughs> That's awesome. So with, with it in your childhood, I, I was going to ask, like, how, how was it being raised as a wrestler's daughter? You know, did it affect you in school and whatnot? Because it must have been quite, I don't know, odd because to you, it's that's dad and to everyone else it's oh my god that's that's the british bulldog <laughs> because you'd see you know the normal the regular dads and you know the regular guys come in um you'd see my dad who doesn't look like a regular person <laughs> from head to toe you know if he had braids or whatever he didn't he didn't look like the and kids would be like so whether they if kids didn't know he was a wrestler they were like whoa like that guy is something else. Uh, so he, he would always, wherever my dad went, he, he got attention. Um, but yeah, it, in school, it was okay. Um, it wasn't until he, he died that, you know, I didn't really like people asking questions about him and asking, you know, like, how did he die? And cause my dad was, was in the public. So, you know, it wasn't like, like I said, a regular dad or a regular person, you know, um, died. My dad, it was all heavily in the media. And it wasn't fun going to school with that. So, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine, to be fair. But with that, though, with his, with his passing, um, it must have been quite hard for you, not only with school, it's, you know, a, a normal person, their father passes away, then they can stay at home, they can grieve with their family. Like, your dad was in the limelight. Everyone was... Did that make it a lot harder for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did. Uh, it really did. And, you know, I wasn't always, I was never like a scholar. I was never good in school. And, you know, just having to to deal with that. I mean, my mom, we had stayed at home to, you know, grieve and all that. But then my dad died, you know, uh, in the middle of May. And then by the time I went back to school, it was final exams. Mm -hmm. So it was a lot um, on my mind and a lot of things that were going on. And, you know, when you're nearly 15 and just that life in general, like, as you guys know, you know, that's an awkward phase in all of our lives and having to deal with that. Um, it's, it just, it wasn't fun. And, you know, I, I couldn't handle it really in private, you know, cause I'm at a school and having to deal with all that. So, uh, yeah, it was really hard. And then going, moving forward with that, um, and, you know, with the big void in my life, uh, him, that was, that was, that was really hard. Cause those times and those days, you know, you, you need, you need your dad or you need a dad. And we, I didn't have that, um, going into high school and getting advice. What do I do? You know, when I, when I get out of school and like, as I said, I was never good in school. I didn't have good grades. And, you know, I didn't have the money to, to go into to post-secondary. 
so it was it was really hard it was really hard not having um a dad in my life and not having Davey it, it was it just him in general um he was he was needed but uh you know um a lot of negative not negative but a lot of sad things have happened but I've tried to you know I don't like how things ended so I'm trying to make it better with him yeah which is what I love about what you do yeah so going back to the school, I've wanted to ask this question for years. So now I've got the opportunity. I'm going to. So in 1992 with SummerSlam, obviously your mm. mom was made part of that storyline. What was yeah. that like going to school and people being like, what's your mom doing? She, should, um, she you know. <laughs> <laughs> then it wasn't so bad because I wasn't in school yet. Um, I was t going into school. That was 92. So I went, I went to school the, the following year. So that wasn't so bad. But as a child seeing that, it, it was like, it was very sad because like, I just, you know, see my dad, Brett, and I'm like, I didn't want them to fight. And like my mom, she was, you know, and all the promos she did and at the stadium, she was visibly upset. But, and it was just so, such an, an emotional experience. So that wasn't too bad. Um, you know, I didn't get it hassled in school about that or anything. Um, but, you know, in like the mid 90s when she would travel and the whole like, Sean, I know that you want me in the in the oh, slaps. God, I forgot and, about that. Yeah. And I was like, I was kind of like, huh? So what? But I, I, I was I was I was smart because, uh, you know, I knew Sean and my dad were friends. And obviously, you know, she, my dad and my mom, they're <laughs> happily married. So, but, and it was just a part of it. But it was a. Uh, that was a bit different <laughs> watching yeah, that. Yeah, I can imagine. I actually completely forgot about that Shawn Michaels angle. Yeah, um, but he really asked me about that in school. Um, and also when we were in Florida at the time, I was like kind of like in a small kind of, not a town, but like outside of Tampa and Lando Lakes. And my mom was like a part of the community and a part of helping the school. So she knew the parents and the kids knew her. So they, they, they and the teachers knew her, so we all we, we were all on the same page. Uh, so that wasn't too bad. That's all right, because I can imagine that being quite awkward at a younger age yeah. to do it. Watching it, it was a bit like. <laughs> <laughs> did um, did your dad enjoy the attention that you got from like you know if, if kids were absolutely loving him that sort of thing? Did he actually really enjoy like mm -hmm. hanging yeah. out, talking to him, that sort of thing? He did. Yeah, he did. And my dad, I think I saw him twice ever decline, like, uh, a picture autograph. And one of the times was because we were running late to see my brother. He was doing an amateur wrestling thing, and he was swarmed. And he was like, I can't right now. Um, and a lot, of, a lot of kids were, like, really mad about it. Like, they were really like, what the hell? <laughs> but it's like, I'm sorry. Like, uh, yeah, uh, they were really not happy. And then probably about that too because i was like why why would they say that like why are they saying these things my dad's like this is my life like you know you can't please everybody and another time was we were at mcdonald's and he gave we the guy gave us our you know my breakfast sandwich in the bag to him and the guy was like oh my god you're the british bulldog and he's like not today i <laughs> 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 he's like i don't i don't want to deal i don't right now i can't i'm not i'm not, i don't want to be british bulldog right now um but yeah like the only two times but otherwise he he always stops and he always he always gave his time and uh it was it was always it was 
as a daughter seeing that, it was always really exciting. Like uh, I took a lot of pride in seeing that because he, he impacted so many people um, in person or, you know, on TV and now online and on social media. So many people are like, wow, your dad, I just hear like all these positive stories all the time. And, you know, COVID when I was doing some appearances, you know, some people would tell me, like somebody told me like straight up, your, your dad saved my life. You know, I was going through this and I watched a match of his and, heard a story and you know he saved my life and i was like wow i mean maybe maybe they just said that for the sake of saying that but i i don't see why somebody would say that but um yeah <laughs> I, I imagine you must have heard some amazing stories from people that met him over the, <laughs> over the years like i said, I said yeah. in my intro i met him when i was seven and it's a story my mom loves to tell because it's so embarrassing for me because what happened it was WrestleMania Seven had come out on VHS. <laughs> oh a, yeah. There was a sign in here in Birmingham where I'm where I'm from. And um cue to poor day, went to meet him. Mom was like, You're gonna meet the British Bulldog? Because he was one of my favourites, obviously. And then I walk up to him with my cassette and my picture to get signed, and what do I say? I look at him and go, Where's your dog? What did he say? He's at home. <laughs> He's at home. <laughs> <laughs> Because whenever guess, my mom tells that story, she does the voice, so I felt I had to do the voice. Awesome. And that's funny that you say that because I lived near Birmingham for five years. Oh, really? Where about? I lived in a, <laughs> um, a, a, by a town called Redditch. Oh, yeah, that's really not that far from me. Yeah, yeah, that's where I lived. I lived um, between there and um, Stratford upon Avon and all of that. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so that's funny that you say that. So obviously you said you watched the product growing up because obviously that was how you saw your dad on TV. So was there any moments like where you just called him up and like, Dad, what was that? Like, prime example, the Shockmaster. Because he was there for that, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that didn't really come up. Uh, the only time like I'd ever really talked to him about it was like if I thought – you know, um, God rest in peace, God bless Vader's soul, but Vader was kind of heavy with the punches. Mm. And I would, I would be like really upset watching him like hit my dad. And, you know, it would be the point like where I would just have to like leave the room. Um, that, that would be something I'd be like, you know, are you okay? Um, and him, like what happened? You just speak, my dad was always good sport and he was always fine. But, you know, as an eight year old seeing that, I just, it, I really didn't like it. I can imagine to because Vader was not known for um, pulling back, shall we say? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, that upset me. Um, and then, like another thing, uh, like Harry and I, we would always be like, "What's this person like? What's that person like?" And uh, you know, my dad, he just be just really tired and just be like, "Uh huh, uh, they're fine, whatever." Like he just, he never, he was off the road. He just wanted to relax at home. And then Harry and I would be like, "What? What happened here? What did you guys do?" Then? what's this person like and harry you know he said major what papa shango say what <laughs> my dad's face and he'd be like yeah he's all right he's all right but i'd be like oh my god we you know what happened with with the rock can you tell me about because i had a massive crush on the rock so i'd be like you know um can, can you like introduce me to him like can you and my dad's like what are you talking about my god <laughs> but that's, that's about it so, 
you, we've you said, you know, your brother has done some amazing things in wrestling. You know, he's wrestled all over the place, WWE, Japan, you know, his WrestleMania moment with Vince, which is incredible. So were you ever tempted to train and get into the business? No. Couldn't shake your head any faster if you tried. <laughs> no, no, it's just in all way, shape, form, capacity. It just wasn't anything that I had ever had any interest in. And, you know, my dad um, kind of made, you know, my dad, if, you know, if it was today and if I would be like, you know, I want to get into wrestling, you know, I'm sure he would support me. But growing up, you know, would you, would you want your daughter to be, you know, while the attitude air is going on? And if your dad said, I want to be a girl today. Very good point. You know, back when I was 10, 9, 10, 11, you know, up, um, we didn't have like the Charlotte Flairs, Sasha Banks, or the Bianca Belairs, or the Nat- Natties. We didn't have those, you know, like athletes back then. And like women, I'm not saying that we, we don't look up to, but, um, you know, it was just a very, very different time. And it was very um, kind of raunchy and sexual. And it just, you know, women's women being athletes wasn't the number one priority at the time. It was other things. <laughs> and uh, I just, my dad just kind of said to me, like, that's not something I, I want you to do. Like that's, and also there was just, my dad went through so much and he had, you know, ups and downs in his career. And there was, you know, some politics and, you know, and my dad sometimes, in my opinion, wasn't treated right. And I think he wanted the best for me and wanted me to have the best life. And he wanted to, give me whatever, you know, I was his daughter. I was, you know, the, his only daughter. So he wanted me to have the best and for me to do something. And wrestling was just like, he kind of laid down that, like, that's not, that's something Harry is going to do because he's, you know, my son and that's what he wants to do. Harry's, you know, six foot five pedigree. And also I'm just like, I'm not an athlete. Like I'm not even going to pretend I'm an athlete. I'm not going to pretend, you know, I, I, and it's, it's hard work. It is hard work. And anybody that steps in that ring, I tip my hat to you because it is not easy to go in there and give it, you know, and, you know, sometimes I saw some wrestling practices at my uncle's house and I just feel so bad for these people because, you know, like they, they, my uncle Bruce would like give them these horrible scenarios like that they would have to do. And it's like make a fool of themselves. And watching that, like as a teenager, it's like, I don't want to do that. Like that's, that's what it That's what I have to do. And, you know, I'm not saying Bruce did that all the time. Bruce did do training, but um, just seeing that and all the bumps and wasn't for me. And also with wrestling, like you have to be physically on your, literally on your toes and mentally thinking about the next thing, thinking and like reactions, this, that, getting the audience, like it is a lot going on and is live. Mm. And it takes a person to want to do that and to continue doing that. And, you know, now obviously the travel's different, but it's, it's, it's very demanding. And, um, it just, I, it's just something I would rather not do. <laughs> I think my, I've got different, not a lot of different skill sets, but um, yeah, I'll, I'll leave that to the professionals and to the athletes, <laughs> females and males of the world. You can't argue that, can you? <laughs> mm. Did you ever get to go on the road much at all? Yeah, a lot. Yeah. I think that's why I like my ears get, are yeah. constantly, because <laughs> I traveled so much as a, 
um, a young child, but um, I really, I really love travel, traveling. And I think today that's why I've got like a, such a passion. I do. I love traveling anytime I can get, I do it. And um, I was very privileged to do that. And if it wasn't traveling with my dad to events on the plane, it was, you know, to local shows, whether he was doing independence or WCW or WWF at the time. Um, so yeah, I, we I had a lot of fun and um, always tried to not bother the wrestlers. Cause my dad would be like, just don't like, you know, cause you're, you know, as a bored kid, you want to be like, Hey, play with me. But my dad would just kind of like leave me with, be like, you stay with the sewing girls. And I would watch them sew and they'd tell me like what, you know, what gear they'd be making that day and what patterns they were using. And that was cool. I like that. I imagine that is really interesting to know. Yeah. Quite like to say <laughs> it was, it was. And he like Shawn Michaels, like she, they were so at WrestleMania one time and it was like his, like, it was all the mirrors, you know, mm. they were talking that outfit and it was very intricate and I don't even know how long that took, but um, I know they were like stressing making that, but that was, that was really cool to see. And I just, I just tried to not distract them, but just like sit and watch and just talk to them. But cause if I were to like make a sudden move or something, it's, uh Oh, they have to do it again. <laughs> I tried to just uh, keep an arm's distance, but yeah, that, that was cool. So I will watch you sew, and really, I want to be chasing the rock around. <laughs> yeah. Teenage Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> so I've I've seen footage of you doing like conventions and stuff, showing off all your dad's gear and other memorabilia and stuff like that, which I'm very jealous of people who have been to go to that because I, I would absolutely love to. But what made you start doing this? Was it your idea or because someone came to you and went, would you want to do this for you? Because I'm, I'm, I've never seen any like other wrestlers kids doing things like this. Very good point. And uh, that's what um, WWE actually recently told me exactly what you said. They're like, you're doing what no other wrestlers kid is doing. But um, no, I, I didn't uh, inquire about it. I'm, you know, to be honest, like I do love, I do love being on the, on screen, but uh, or like being, you know, I, I do like meeting people and all that, but I'm also, I'm very shy and I'm very quiet. And, you know, as you guys see on my Instagram, I'm private and, you know, I just try to have a low profile, you know, and I try to keep my dad's page cause I've teased the big attention. And, but uh, I was reached out, somebody reached out to me and they were like, we want you to do these conventions and do this. And I was like, okay. Um, cool. I mean, I'll try it. I, I've only been to like a few conventions in my life. So it was definitely a really cool experience. And I did a few um, right before COVID and I was supposed to do like back to back ones. And I was supposed to go to Liverpool for that. Um, but it all just kind of happened. Just, you know, it's crazy because I did one and then somebody else contacted me and then somebody else and then just word got around. And I was like, okay, like if this like, I would love people to see my dad's stuff. And it just kind of worked and we all had fun. We all, everybody benefited from it. And I, I would love to do some more, but I don't know when it's going to all happen again. Now, when you said Liverpool, was that the, for the love of wrestling convention? Yeah. We that. recently spoke to one of the people that organized that on this show. So yeah, I could see yeah. it going there. Yeah, we were supposed to do it, um, you know, obviously in April, and then it got postponed to November, and then it got postponed to May, and now like I don't know like when this is gonna. I have no idea. I, I hope it, you know, things can go back to 
normal soon or not i don't think we'll ever go back to normal but as normal whereas we can you know do these things because you know these these events and sporting events and you know they're they're a big part of our lives you know it's it's a big thing so i hope we go back so in the shows obviously you've mentioned it like you've also started the social media pages for your dad the merch sites and stuff and you're doing everything you can to keep his legacy alive. I love it. What did your mum and your brother think of it about this when you went up to them and said, like, I'm going to do this for dad? I didn't say anything to them. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I was on because um, my mom was in Canada. I think Harry was in Japan. And it was uh, two years ago, actually, if you saw. Um, yes. I did a, like, a little post about it but yeah it was two years ago that i did it i apologize i live in florida and i've got really loud things people mowing the lawns and hacking hard <laughs> that uh one thing i dislike about florida is that but um i uh i just created the page one day i was thinking about doing something and uh i just felt like in that new year of 2019 i was like i feel like i should do something for davy and to really celebrate him and I felt like there was a lot of content out there and I felt like there wasn't really any real platform for him. I know there was like, there's some fan pages, there's some tribute pages. I didn't think like that was really enough or that was like, I don't know. I just felt like me doing it, it just, it was more suitable and more appropriate for, for me to do it. And, for, and you, as you guys have seen, you guys have seen pictures and videos that you've never seen before. Mm where a regular, you know, another fan or another page wouldn't have. And I've seen, you know, Bruce Lee's, uh, uh, Bruce Lee's page, his page on Instagram, his daughter runs that. And she's really taken that by storm. And I was just, I was like, I really like how she's got like these really cool pictures of Bruce Lee. And um, I just started it one day and I just said like, hey guys, you know, keep following the page, post whatever. And um, my dad literally has like thousands of, pictures and videos that I haven't even added yet. Like they're so, I've got so much, you know, obviously the family pictures and the personal pictures, I will run out of posting because you know, um, can't get any more, but all these things that fans have submitted and videos just like I, that's why my dad is an icon and a legend and legends don't die. He's got so much <laughs> that like, it's going to just keep continuing. And now, his his brand and everything it's grown so much that now I've I've and as we'll talk more, he he signed to a, a business uh, agency that's going to help me because I've been I I can't do it all by myself anymore with him because he's it's he's that busy. That's awesome. I I, I love that phrase. He's that busy. It's great. I love it because it is him. It, it's it's his legacy. I lo I love it. Exactly. So do you think all this work that you've been doing to promote your dad's legacy and whatnot is what led to the hall of fame induction i mean i don't want to be like yeah it was all me but um <laughs> you know <laughs> michael finney uh england and um where does michael live again um he lives in um um, 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 um near um nottingham i think is but he my, a long time heart uh fan of my dad Man. he started a petition for my bet my dad back in 2013 and he got like i don't know nearly 30,000 signatures and that was just michael by himself like just promoting and buying 
videos of celebrities endorsing it. And, you know, um, I, whenever I did, I'd only did a couple of events in, in England, but he would give me, you know, the, he mailed me the binder or like forms, like, can you take this to the events? And I would get people to sign it or get people wherever I could sign it. And I would send it back to Michael. He would do the count and add it. And he kept going it. He did that on um, change.org. I think it was. And, you know, he was trying to get up to 50,000 and he got so many. So as, as you guys know, like 30,000 and he would mail whenever he got like a new thousand would mail it to WWE mail it. And I think, I think he really helped get it out there. Um, and it wasn't until WrestleMania in 2019 was when WWE approached me and they were like, you know, how's it going with your dad's uh, hall of fame stuff? And I'm like, you're asking me, how's it going? I should ask you, how's it going? My dad, but I was like, well, you know, um, they're like, what are you do? What have you been doing to, to keep it going? And I was like, well, you know, they're uh, a fan of his has started this petition and he's gotten all this and I've got his stuff. And they're like, okay, interesting. Okay. But I think they knew they were, they were putting it, but they were just like, oh yeah. Okay. Like, <laughs> I don't really know what their rhyme or reason was for asking me, but they're like, you never know. I mean, you never know. And I was like, well, you know, Harry and I live in Tampa. Davey lives, lived in Tampa. WrestleMania is in Tampa. It's only appropriate. And they were like, we know, we know. I mean, hey, never know. And I was like, all right. And then came, uh, you know, February of last year. And I was like, I don't think he's going to get inducted. I don't think. And then lo and behold, I got the message and I got told by my brother, like, yeah, he's inducted and we can't announce it until March 12th. And then, you know what happened? March 12th, everything closed down. But that's, the way it was but uh yeah they they just uh and i did a wwe interview for my dad's um i did i've done a lot recently for them for my dad's upcoming documentary but um a big thing that they brought up is like you know you you've really boosted your dad's stock and you know because of what you've done his popularity like today he is so massive and his name is so popular and it's been brought up more than it has been in like the past, I don't know, nearly 20 years. And they're like, and that's because of you. Um, and I said, well, if I had any, anything to do with um, him getting into the hall of fame or any help with that, like, thank you. Like, but you know, I, I believed in him going in it and I, I wanted him so badly to go in it and I, he deserved it. And some people can be like, well, it's just, a, it's just a hall of fame. It's not even a real wrestling. No, but my dad's career was in WWF and WWE. And that's where he, he, I believe he did the most, his best work and he's most well-known for. And he is the most famous British pro wrestler and he, his, he needs to be celebrated. And, you know, people can be like, well, it should have been done a long time ago, overdue. But you know what? I, I think that to a point, yes, it should have happened, but I wouldn't want Davey to be, you know, celebrated in like Chicago or, you know, uh, Detroit or something like if he's going to be anywhere, I believe it, it should be Tampa. And that's, that's what I think. And I don't know what they're going to, what their plans are coming up, but I think things happen the way they're meant to. And, you know, I believe that now with me doing his social media and everything, it's all leading up to that. And whenever his induction happens, it's just going to make it even better, even more special. So, yeah. I was going to uh, say, have you heard any news on that? No, I haven't heard anything. 
Uh, I believe, and I, I imagine you're hoping that yourself and your brother get to induct him. Yes. Yeah, we will for sure be. When it happens, we will be. And, um, you know, when that time comes, uh, I have a bulldog ready who wants to come on stage. Amazing. <laughs> so I think that would be really cool to have a, yeah, she, she's, she wants to join and she wants to come in and um, she's used to crowds. This bulldog, she goes to, well, she did, she went to football arenas and would make her hellos. So she is comfortable uh, with audiences, but you know, if it is a virtual ceremony, you know, she'll, she'll be doing that as well. You know, in case PETA or something's got a problem with it. So. <laughs> <laughs> No, but as you, you were saying, you know, the, I was so happy when that announcement made was made that the bulldog was going in because, as I said, you know, as a young British kid, he, he was he was wrestling to us, and yeah. there's two names that have been missing from that Hall of Fame for the longest time, according to fans, and that was the bulldog and Owen, and obviously yeah. Owen's probably not going to be ha- not going to happen, which is understandable to be honest. So it, it's great to see that Davey's getting in. So, I know the Hall of Fame hasn't happened, but WWE Icons, the new documentary series on the network, is happening. And I watched the trailer the other day for that, and it looks brilliant. It looks like they've done a really good job with that. So, can you tell us much about it? Um, yeah, so, um, WWE had contacted us about it back in July, and they said, you know, we're doing this series, and, you know, we're going to be filming you soon. And I was like, okay, and that was back in July. You know, if you guys ever see, like, cryptic things on my dad's posts, like, big things are coming. Like, honestly, it's there There are big things. But until I get the confirmation to announce it, then that's when I'm like, okay, show's on. Um, but, yeah, they had told me that back in July. And then it came to September, and I'm like, are they still doing this? Or, like, what's going on? So I emailed the one guy, and we all did a Zoom interview, and he told me the lineup that they had. And they were like, but you got, you have to keep this confidential because, like, we can't let know about it but they were focusing at that point on like the the 30 days of undertaker so they're Mm. like we're really busy with that but as soon as that's over with we're we're going to be filming you guys and doing that and um uh well yeah they gave me the names and what else happened yeah so then uh we we uh, we brought my mom here in october for her day and they just told us like okay well while your mom's there we're gonna film and they they filmed us like back to back to back and they still have to film me for more stuff so my dad's thing isn't completed yet but um as you guys can see they've got beth phoenix they've got yoko they've got my dad they've got rob van dam and lex luger is that it am i missing anybody i think that was all of them and they they just felt you know with davies and a big thing of it the topic was his social media and they just asked my mom they asked me they asked harry like why do you think his social media is so popular what do you think of george is doing it like how what what do you think of how it's grown so much and you know it, i think i think thankfully my dad's gotten all this attention which is great and because of that they chose my dad for this documentary very very grateful about that but it's just about my dad's life and his his career and you know why why is he an icon and um it was you know you're you're gonna you're gonna see a whole side of of my dad another side of him and of harry and myself and my mom and you know it was a it was a really 
the experience of it was really good, but it was also a very emotional experience. And, you know, it was, it's, it's hard, you know, on camera when you've got like all these people in your house and you know, you're okay, tell us this. And that was, <laughs> you know, having that, uh, I felt like a little bit of, of, of pressure, but I tried, I just told them straight up, you know, I, I want this to be as natural as possible. And I want to be as real with you as possible. And this, this is really important to me. And I want, I want you guys to, to, to hear, you know, how great of a person and an athlete my dad was and, you know, how much he means to all of us. And I said, so, you know, I'm not just going to give you like these like answers like, oh yeah, it was great. And I was like, I want, I want to really, um, you know, tell you my, my story. And they were like, oh yeah, cool. Um, but yeah, I hope that comes across. I hope, you know, you guys, you guys enjoy it. I've, I've really, you know, as you've seen, and that's the thing, I wanted to put my heart and soul into it. I didn't want it to be just like, you know, like these put on answers, like these written scripted answers. I wanted it to be real and I'm, I'm really proud of it. And, um, I gave it my all and, um, I, uh, I hope my dad, I hope he's proud of it. And, um, I, I, um, yeah, I hope you guys are really happy with it. I've no doubt I will be. It looks like I said, from that 12 minute clip they put out, it looks amazing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I'm sure you've absolutely smashed out the park. Cause obviously at the moment he's most there, the most well-known moment at the moment is obviously the Royal Rumble 95 when he goes over the top rope and, uh, when Sean doesn't fall out, whatever. I, I know what I meant. <laughs> you meant, um, I know what you yeah, because obviously they, they show that clip every year, but I'm I'm absolutely guaranteed that you've smashed this out the park, and it'd be unbelievable when they release it. So I'm really looking forward to watching it. I truly yeah. believe that the Bulldog and maybe William Regal really paved the way for British wrestlers now, because obviously they were the, probably the biggest two um, going at the time throughout the nineties and stuff like that. So I, think, I feel like the Bulldog really paved the way for British wrestling to you know go into the American scene, sort of thing. Yeah, for sure, and like that's what this was all about was cause like he's, he is the, the biggest, uh, British art. So, uh, I just, I feel like him, um, Yoko's story and Lex's story. It's crazy. Cause they all have like these different stories and different trials and different. So I, I'm really curious to see how, how it's all gonna, how they're all put it together. But, um, as well as I've got them in contact with Lennox Lewis. So I'm hoping he'll talk as well. Oh, of course, he came out of him at SummerSlam, didn't he? Oh, you're reminding me of things today. No, no. So, I'm, I'm, I, I want Davies to be really, really special. That's awesome. So, so we, we briefly did mention British wrestling then, and obviously, British wrestling now is nowhere near like it was before. You know, it, it's got its own division with the WWE now. British wrestling is, it's incredible now. What do you think your dad would think about the British wrestling scene now? Oh, he would love it. He, I, I wish so badly he was here for it because he would love to be training the people. He would love to to give them guidance and advice. Um, I think he, he, and you know what's crazy is I believe like if it weren't for my dad, there would be no NXT UK. In my yeah. opinion, William Reed. Like I believe that those two really, really paved the way for that. And you know, a lot of those wrestlers. They, they were, you know, inspired by my dad. You know, when I first met Paige, she was like, your dad is the reason why I got into wrestling. You know, and hearing that, pretty cool. Like, and, you know, I, 
I've met some other uh, wrestlers in NXT UK and they're like, oh, your dad, your dad, your dad. I'm like, I know, I know. And, you know, WWE, that, you know, they, they know that. And that's, that's why they're, they're celebrating him. So it's awesome. So we've got to ask, as you are a member of the Hart family, if there's one <laughs> thing you hear all the time from the Hearts, it's crazy family stories. Mm-hmm. Is there a particular favorite Hart family story you could share with us? <laughs> um, I, I had the caveat on that you can share with us. <laughs> I mean, not the top of my head. There's just been so many things, but if this gives you guys any nutshell, <laughs> well, uh, my cousin Ted, he visited over this past uh, holiday weekend, and um, let's just say I'm saging the house, so. <laughs> <laughs> that, that says it all, really, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, I'm finding sparkles and glitter everywhere, so. Um, <laughs> tire so that's i mean if that doesn't give you any <laughs> insight then yeah <laughs> what's it like to be part of the biggest family in wrestling though the biggest oh man it's it's uh you know we're good people we are you know we're a little weird a little dysfunctional a little different um that makes us who we are and um you know i have a lot of pride in my family and you know they they've put canada on the map and if it wasn't for my family you know my my i would my mom and dad wouldn't have ever met you know i wouldn't be here my it's just crazy how life works but i um i have a great amount of pride and i'm lucky that i had the life that i did and you know i really wish i could go back to being in the heart house with my cousins and with my family and just a lot of really good moments you know on a, on a personal level and you know they've created the, the biggest wrestlers uh you know the, the best wrestlers of, of all time in my opinion and you know seeing them you know their legacies and memories live on today um and that will forever it's it's really cool it's uh i i'm, I'm very lucky i know a lot of sad things have happened and we've lost a lot of people but um you know just remember the everything, the good things, and I'm I'm very I'm very I'm very blessed. Definitely, no, that's awesome. But yeah. Now look, look. So I think you're doing an incredible, incredible job keeping your dad's legacy going at the moment because, like you said, there was nothing for the British Bulldog not that long for a couple of years ago, and now they're releasing new figures. You're selling these T-shirts. The Instagram pages are going off the wall. He's going in the Hall of Fame. There's a document. It makes it, it makes a British fan wrestling fan so happy. But I really appreciate that because sometimes I feel like I'm not doing enough, and um, you know. But I I, I believe that you know whatever, and, and I and that's what I think that why it's worked so much because people. I've, do you remember that wrestler Adrian Adonis? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So his daughter reached out to me and was like, "How did you get your dad in the Hall of Fame? What can I do? What can?" And I'm like, whoa, like people are asking me and I don't really have like a recipe or a secret. I just, you know, it's something that I care about. And I believe when you care about something, you make an effort and you want it to work. And just like with anything, like if you want to lose weight, well, what are the steps you got to do? And if you care about it, you know, and you you put little things of effort in it each day, you're going to get a big result. 
You know, it's, it's just like with anything, if you want a relationship to work and with my dad's thing, it was something that I cared about and I, I wanted, I wanted things to happen for my dad. <clears throat> but I, every day, as you guys have seen every single day, I've never, ever skipped a day where I haven't done anything for my dad and that's not going to stop. And, you know, I'm not going to let, you know, I know people are, you know, companies are helping me, but like, it's always going to be overseen by me and like his social media will always be run, ran by me. And that, as I think it always should be, I think I'm the only person that can, can do it justice. So, um, but you know, that's, that's, that's why I believe it's been a success is because I put love and passion and, you know, my dad's done all the grunt work. I'm just, I'm just helping. So. <laughs> but no, you're doing it. And, and Harry as well. Like when Harry came over here a couple of years ago for the world of sports recording, and he was labelled as the British Bulldog, and the commentators and everyone were like, "He's the son of David Boy." It's like, it's like, yes, come on, back on British TV and everything. I know, yeah, yeah. Harry's, uh, he's, he's wrestling as Davy Boy Smith Jr. And I feel like, you know, Harry, he's really found his own. Like, you know, I don't know if he's going to continue wrestling as Davy Boy Smith Jr. Um, yeah, he might just go back to Harry Smith, but I feel like my dad has helped him with, with finding his confidence and who he is. Yeah. And like I said, you've both done an incredible job keeping his legacy alive, but what do you think your dad would want his legacy to be? If he was to look back. Well, if he was here, he'd be like, well, I don't know. Um, but, um, I think, I think opinion, he, you know, I want him to be remembered as the, and WWE asked me that too, as the best British, best British wrestler to come out of England, in my opinion. I think, I think he would want to be known as that. And, um, you know, he's a history maker. My dad is, he made history and, <clears throat> you know, with Wembley stadium. And did you know my dad was the first wrestler to ever have pyro? Really? Yep. 1994. Yep. I he did was the not know that. Entrance. Yep. That's but that's amazing. Random history. But he, you know, he is a, a history maker and there's never, there's never been another Davy or another, in my opinion, another British wrestler like him. But, um, you know, if my dad was here, he'd be like, well, I just want to be remembered as David Smith and, you know, just a good guy. But he was so much more than that. He was, he was a hero to all of us. And, um, he impacted all of our lives so much and he's an icon. The man is an icon. That's why we're still talking to him, talking about him today. That's why yeah. you're talking to me. It's because of him. Honestly, yeah. You know, yeah. like some of my favorite memories as a childhood, I was a huge wrestling fan as a kid, like I am today, but you know, that WrestleMania seven videos on about mm -hmm. the, when he broke the warlords for Nelson, I almost jumped out of my seat. I was so excited and happy watching it. I remember playing on my bedroom floor with my Hasbros, with my little Davy boy, doing my running power slams on everyone. You know, it's especially as a British wrestling fan. He just he spoke to us. He was amazing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and all of his matches, he was just he could do it all. You know, like he could move like a small guy, and he had the he was just the total package. And I I wish I wish he would have just gotten the world belt once. Yeah, but um. You know, that's all right because you know he's in the Hall of Fame, <laughs> so it's all right. It's it's okay. But you know, I th I I feel my my dad deserved so much more, 
and that's why I feel so strongly about what I do. And that's why I'm, you know, I'm and was at the time in people's faces and pushing and trying to make things happen. It's because like, no, like he, my dad deserves, he deserves more. So. Yeah, absolutely. Should have held the wall title. I do completely agree on that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he did take the greatest people on the weather with the sliding when rocks and his loafers. So <laughs> yeah. that's, you know, that my dad took the best world, um, uh, what was it? The people's the elbow, people's elbow. Yeah. Was that it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to rock bottom. I was going to rock bottom. It's more like that. But yeah, he, you know, just little things that now are like coming up. It's like, Oh yeah, that was like the best ever. And you know, he's uh, and I'm not saying my dad was ever forgotten about, but you know, WWE, they're constantly onto the next thing, onto the next thing. And you're seeing people all the time on TV. And then, you know, when you don't see them on there, it's kind of like, uh, you know, they're not there. And there's been a big chunk of time where he hasn't been there. And, um, you know, first, you know, nearly 14 years of my life, that was my dad's life. And then to walk raw after and SmackDown and things like that. So never, it was never really the same to me, but now, um, I think, you know, obviously he's not going to be back on TV, but I think it, it, it's, it's changing a lot. It's, you know, with me putting him out there and he's, he's on, he's, he's, uh, he's made his new, print if that makes sense yeah but before we move on to a little game we like to play tom have you got anything else i just thought just like i said before i think you've absolutely you're smashing this out of the park you're really doing your dad justice i think you're doing incredible work and i truly believe that he paved the way for british wrestling these days you know like you said nxt uk wouldn't exist if it wasn't for him so yeah, I think you're doing an absolutely unbelievable job. I think you should just keep, just keep going. Just keep going, Georgia. You are killing it. And I look forward to the Hall of Fame induction whenever, you know, whenever that actually happens. Wow. Thank you so much. Like, that really, that really, 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 really makes, touches my heart. And I, I really appreciate that. And I'm, I'm glad that it's taken, like, people are noticing. I'm glad. Like, people like you guys who are genuine fans and appreciate the product and, you know, um, so thank you. And, you know, one of the, as I mentioned to you, like this is going to be one of my last podcasts is because it's um, lots of things are happening and I won't be able to do them <laughs> anymore. So Oh, that sounded a really, bit saucy, didn't it? Ooh. I just, I'm, I'm really grateful for, for you guys and doing this. Thank you. Thank you. That's all. Now we like to play a little game of our guests. And it's called the quick fire round. We ask you six questions and you just answer them as quick as you can. Simple as that. Favorite pizza topping? Um, it's cheese. If you had to tag team with a second gener- generation wrestling daughter, who would it be? Rick, uh, Charlotte Flair. Good choice. Favorite cartoon you watched when you were growing up? The Simpsons. I was, I was waiting for that reaction from him. <laughs> Favorite concert you've ever been to? Spice Girls. Amazing. I saw Spice Girls a few years ago. <laughs> Most obscure piece of British Bulldog merch you've either seen or owned? Uh, I have a Bulldog stuffed toy from the 90s with dreadlocks. <laughs> I saw those in the magazine. I think I remember those. <laughs> and 
we're in a world where Chris Hemsworth is going to be playing Hulk Hogan in a movie. Who would play your dad? Um, his name is, um, uh, he's the, he was in um, Happy Valley, that guy. He was the main guy from Happy Valley. I can't remember. Um, John James, James something. You remember yeah. that show, Happy Valley? No, I don't know that one. Oh, it's, it was filmed in England. Um, it had the blonde lady from, um, 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 that, what's that? Uh, Coronation Street. She was, uh, it was like one of the older women from Coronation Street. I think she's moved on since then, but she was in a show, British show called Happy Valley that I used to watch. And they only did two seasons of it, unfortunately. James Norton. His name's James Norton. If you look up James Norton, if you guys hear his accent, I know you guys are like, oh, he's skinny. But when you watch his acting and like, I just, and he does the, the Northern voice so well. I think he's from London, but he's just really, really talented. And I, I think he could pull something off if you just give him a tan. And like, if he puts on a little bit more weight for the role, I think he would be a very good Davy. <laughs> I just looked him up. I love how fast you've answered that. You've thought about that before, haven't you? It's just a bit, yeah. <laughs> so if, if, if they're doing a movie about your dad, then you're going to be in it. So who would play you? Who would play me? Well, it would have to be a young me. Or would it be an older me for like the past and the future? Ooh, we'll do we'll do you now, and you're telling the story. You're the narrator. And I'm the, uh, the narrator. Yes. Um, I be the. Uh, let me see. I would. Can I go with um, 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 Julia Roberts? I'll say. That works. Because she's in Pretty Woman. She's got the same hair as me. So. That's so true. <laughs> I'm gonna go with that. That's amazing. George, before we get out of it, please plug any socials, anything you want people to check out. Yes. So my dad's Instagram is at people are saying you need to change it, but this is his name and it was available. At the British Bulldog Davy Boy Smith. That's his Instagram. His Facebook is just the British Bulldog. Uh his Twitter is at underscore Davy Boy Smith. Uh mine is my Instagram. It's private, but I can accept you. It's uh, at Georgia, Georgia J. Smith. And my Facebook is uh, facebook.com backslash uh, Georgia Smith 7. And my Twitter is at Georgia Smith 87. So those are all mine. I know it's a lot of information, but yeah, those are mine. And please check out my dad's website. It's www.babyboysmith.com. You can see his training, his diet, frequently asked questions. If anybody has questions that you know, they want to ask, um, please make sure they're not rude or disrespectful because otherwise you'll just get removed. Um, but yeah, those questions you can ask on there or view questions and, you know, you can see bits of news of Davies and, you know, things about me, things about Harry, things about my mom, things about Davy, all on there and any Davies merchandise. That's, that's his, uh, his new web home. George, thank you so much for doing this. And I feel honoured that we're your last podcast for a while for whatever yeah. these suspicious reasons are. Well, that I'm going to do, but um, yeah, let's just say a, a British Bulldog team, Davy Movement, is taking over. And that's, what that's like. going up. So yeah, thank you so much for, for uh, having me. And I'm glad we started this new year out doing this. And you know, I can't wait for you guys to see the uh, 2021 icons. No, normally I can't wait to see it. And I'm going to have to order one of them hoodies you're wearing because I keep looking at them and I'm like, I really want one of them. Yeah, back of it. That, uh, this is from Davy's store, uh, WrestleMerch, WrestleMerch Central. And it's made in the UK, so you won't have to pay crazy shipping costs. It's not made in London. Amazing. <laughs>
<laughs> massive result. Georgia, thank you so, so much for being a part of this. We really, really appreciate your time. Thank you. You're welcome. And thank you guys. And, uh, you know, just, I don't know what to tell you about the lockdown. Just, you know, have some drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Get drunk. It's the most British thing to do. Get drunk. Make it fun. Um, all right. Well, thank you guys so much for having me. And until uh, next time. Yeah, next take time. care. Thank you very much. See you Bye. later. See ya. Hey there. I'm Frank Guglielmelli, and I'm the narrator for the Audio Drama Feed. Featuring such audio dramas as Bounty Hunters, Marty and Mars, Val Toby, and so much more. You can find all of these wonderful programs on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Or you can go to our website at www.audiodramafeed.com. We are thrilled to be affiliated with the Chronicles of Podcast with Tom and Jamie.